to the next episode of Unschooled Malachi. I'm Malachi. I'm Ben. And I'm Winter. Hey, Winter, you're here. Are you here to tell us a joke? Yes. To help introduce the topic today? Of course. What planet do flies never go to? I don't know what planet. A Venus flytrap. You ready for my... That is so terrible. You ready for my bad joke? Yeah. Why will carnivorous plants never change? Why? Because they are firmly planted in their stance. Oh. <laughs> the dawning realization plants? of how bad that joke is. They're firmly planted. Uh, <sighs> so bad. Winter's left the room. Malachi's fallen out of his chair. This is all a way to say our topic today is carnivorous plants. <laughs> yep. So our topic today is carnivorous plants. Malachi, tell me about carnivorous plants. Yeah, so, well, wait, you're forgetting one crucial part. Oh, what's that? Yeah, remember, you don't know anything about this topic. Hey, that's true. Can I, let me, let me back this up. Can I start with, okay, there's two words that we're using to describe today's topics. Carnivorous and plants. Okay, carnivorous means... Eat meat. And plants are... You already know what plants... Everybody already knows what plants are. Yeah, things that grow. Okay, so when I think of the word carnivorous, I think of like, you we know... We grow too, you know. I think lions, lions and animals that hunt, like carnivorous animals. I think assassin say, bugs. Assassin bugs? We'll do an episode on them. They're so cool and Or grow. spiders. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have to do an episode on spiders. They're so cool. They're really cool. Um, they fly. But all of those things are in the animal kingdom, and we're talking about plants. Yeah. So, uh, uh, why? <laughs> so, most plants don't eat other living matter. Right. They get what they need from the soil, the air, the and the sun. The soil, the air, and the sunlight. Right. Carnivorous plants usually live in bogs and wet places and stuff where there isn't enough air, water, where there isn't enough nutrients in the soil to to support them. Then, those nutrients are often found in bugs, so they've evolved ways to trap bugs and, and then get the nutrients out of the bugs and some kinds even eat small vertebrates can even eat small vertebrates such as salamanders frogs or or mice whoa okay so can i recap that so in other words these are plants that have evolved in such a way that they're uh the places that they're found they're not able to get all the nutrients they need to succeed and flourish as uh, in, in their environment and so they evolved in ways to get those nutrients and they get those nutrients by eating other matter yes holy cow that's crazy um should we go through a couple of them i mean the, the most famous one of course is the, the venus, venus fly trap venus fly trap there are several types of trap and we'll go through them as we go the venus fly trap is a snap trap a snap trap is when is when there's something that's open, but when a stimulus such as a bug goes on, it snaps shut. Okay, and I just saw you, you had your hands open, and then you closed your hands and like it, with your fingers interlaced. 
But how does it do that? So a fly, so a bug is attracted by the nectar on its, on its bright red leaves and the bright red color of the bright red leaves. As it goes, it, it'll touch these hairs on the, on the Venus flytrap surface. If it touches any two hairs, the trap will snap shut but loosely. And as the bug struggles, it'll touch more, it'll touch more hairs, which allows it to snap shut tighter. And eventually, it'll let out digestive juice to digest it whoa go see our episode on the digestive system yeah <laughs> um that's really cool i think venus flytraps are like maybe the most famous carnivorous plant yeah definitely do you think um this is a slight aside and because we did talk about this a little bit last week with um, vikings and popular culture do you think um piranha plants in mario games were inspired by venus flytraps yes yeah i thought so i always thought so too like I used to call Venus flytraps piranha plants, and really? I would get them confused. Really? Yeah. <laughs> name one time. Oh, I don't know. When I was a kid. No, like, name one time when you saw a Venus flytrap and said... I don't think I've ever seen a Venus flytrap. No, no, no. Like, in popular literature. No, like, in, oh, like, literature. No, I don't know. I just, I'm just saying, like, in general, I confuse those two in my I used to confuse those two in my head. Okay, let's yeah. move on. Um, Tell me about another one. The... Drumroll, please. Pitcher plant. Pitcher plant. What's a pitcher plant? It's a plant that looks like that looks regular, except for these pitcher, except for these special leaves that look exactly like pitchers of water. Ooh. And they even have water, a liquid inside them. So this is how they roll. So a bug is attracted to the lip of the pitcher by some sweet swelling, sweet swelling squint. <laughs> Sorry, some sweet smelling cement. Some sweet smelling cement. Cement. <laughs> <laughs> some sweet smelling nectar. Uh huh. And while it laps it up, a little doesn't know that the lip of the picture is sticky. Is no, not stick. Is slippery, and some. So it'll so it'll slip down and fall into the pitcher, which dr- and then it'll drown, and the pitcher will release digestive juices that'll that'll nourish the plant. Also, side note: carnivorous plants will also get whatever they need from. Carnivorous plants will also get whatever they need from from whatever they can find from the soil. Okay, so it's not like carnivorous plants aren't doing the things that plants do, which is getting nutrients from the soil, and water then, from the soil. Yeah, and stuff like that. In fact, they often live in marshy areas, which means there's more than enough water in the soil. Anyways, continue. Um, what else? And sometimes pitcher plants even have intoxicants in their nectar that'll make plant, that'll make bugs tire, tired, and then they'll fall into the pitcher. Oh my gosh. Now... Drum roll, please. Sun, the sundew! The sundew. What is a sundew? A sundew looks like very odd. It looks like a piece of gr- blade of grass, but with but with all these little, like... With... Not branches, but things that stick out of them? <sighs> yeah. Okay, I've now looked up a picture of it. So it does look like... I think you're right, like a blade of grass, or like the leaves around, not a dandelion plant, but like, but all yeah. growing a, bu- a bunch of uh, single 
leaves or something. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. They're like red stalks, and they and they're like all over the and they're like all over the parts that they're on. Yeah, and so then the stalk off the stalks, there's all these like little. Uh, they look like little pins. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly pins. like little red pins. And each, and on each one of them is a globe of nectar. Is a globe of nectar. A bug comes, lands on it, and finds a tasty meal. Mm-hmm. But surprise! The nectar was uh, the nectar was actually super duper sticky. As the bug, as it just becomes, as the bug thrashes around, it becomes more and more entangled until until finally it suffocates. Whoa! And then it will find. And then, and then the sundew plant releases digestive juices to get what it needs. Some sundews will even curl around the victims. I was just going to ask that. My recollection was sundew, they, they curl up around the bug. Yeah. But not all sundew plants do that. Next, let's talk about the, drumroll please, bladderwort. <gasps> bladderwort? Wait, do you actually know what that is? I don't. Bladderworts are actually aquatic carnivorous plants. Oh, okay. That's really cool. So so when you say aquatic plant, you mean a plant that like lives in the water. Yeah, aquatic carnivorous plants. Underwater they have several traps called bladders that have a little pocket uh, that have a little like pocket inside them that traps insects. Whoa, that's crazy. Well, they live. Well, they look like perfectly normal on aquatic plants from the surface too. I was gonna say from the surface, the picture I'm looking at, they're this pretty, le- pretty yellow flower. Oh yeah, they're not flowering at all times. No. When something tiny like a water flea or a tadpole, for especially big ones, swims by, the bladder can sense the movement and opens up in in less than a second. The water has rushed in, water rushes into the bladder along with the unfortunate what, bug and gets and and it gets trapped inside where it releases digestive juices and blah blah blah. Guess what it needs? Nutrients, nutrients, digestive blah blah blah. <laughs> Can I, re- I know I don't like to always repeat what you're saying, but so what you just described was these little little pockets of these bladders, which don't have water in them. They open up, and as they open up, the water rushes in and brings the bug into it. That is ingenious. Yes, a crazy level of evolution there. Pitcher plants are what are, is known as a pitcher trap, by the way, and sundew plants are what is known as fly fly paper traps. Fly paper traps. Okay. Well, you trap. Where there's a sticky thing that traps the bugs. And sundews are known as pitcher traps, which is literally what I just described. Right. Now, last but not least, the butterwort. Wait, we just had a bladderwort, now we have a butterwort. Oh, they're completely different. The butterwort lives on land and looks like a perfectly regular planet at first glance. And bugs land on it. And there's this, like, water or nectar on it. And bugs fly down hoping to find either a tasty meal or a freshened drink or just land on the leaves because of the heck of it. But! But? Surprise! <laughs> it was actually a sticky substance. They become entangled within it and die there. And then the, 
and then and then the butterworm plant, you know, blah blah blah. You know, get the nutrients, blah blah blah, digest the nutrients, nutrients, digest the blah 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 nutrients, blah blah. I mean, there, there, there seems to be a commonality there that once, once the bug is trapped, the next step is to then digest, to digest what they've just got. Yeah. And then by digesting it, they take the nutrients that they need. Yeah. That was one of the ones in my research sheet, but there are definitely others. Definitely others. That are cool. Let me describe them to you. Sure. Ready, set, please do, please do a thing for this, you know. A musical cue? Yeah. Okay. Two special carnivorous plants. So these are these two carnivorous plants people don't often hear of. First up is the corkscrew plant. It basically doesn't have anything that looks like bugs on the surface, and in fact it doesn't even eat bugs, it eats bacteria. Underground, however, is a different story. Once the bacteria go into the roots, hoping to find some shelter, they instead find a maze of maze of roots. They become hopelessly lost, and hairs hairs leading up guide them to the central chamber where where the corkscrew plant digests the bacteria. Second, the cobra lily. Cobra lily. Yep. The cobra lily. Yeah. Tell me about the cobra lily. So. So, it lures its prey in with nectar. This is an entire different type of trap, by the way. Mm-hmm. Once it's in... It looks a lot like a cobra. Once it... It looks a lot like the cobra. Like, it looks like its head, and there's, like, a little tongue. Once it... Once a bug lands on the tongue, it decides to go... In, it decides to go in... Inside. Mm-hmm. It decides to go inside. Once it's inside, however, it gets kind of... Once it's inside, however, it gets confused because there are a bunch of light patches that look like escape routes. And after it tries all of them, and ho- and maybe even sometimes gets out, it'll 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 get tired and fall into another another part, which surprise is is actually a pool of liquid. When once once that. And once that happens, and the cobra lily, blah, the cobra lily, you know, gets out digestive juices, blah, 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 digestive digestion, blah, 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 nutrients, nutrients, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I like that at this point, at this point, after talking about all these plants, you're like, and then it eats it with digestive juices. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I seriously don't need to go through explaining it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. No, I think we got it. <laughs> so here's a here's a question I have for you, Malachi. Are there any myths we can bust about these plants? Like, here's one that I have to ask. What? That you know, I, I mentioned um Mario and Piranha plants. Yeah. Do these do these plants digest these things quickly? Well, I don't know the exact rate, but not very quickly. I mean, some new plants take hours, take a few hours to curl up over their victims, and Venus flytraps take at least a week. Okay, so that's what I thought. It's not like not like a prana plant in Mario where they just go nom nom nom, and then like they're eating like we think of carnivorous animals, but that yeah. this this process for a carnivorous plant takes a much longer period of time. Yes. 
But we, but we forgot one crucial part. Evolution! Venus flytraps and pitcher plants actually aren't related to each other. Carnivory evolved independently at least nine times in several different eras. Whoa! The most recent one is one million years ago. The most recent carnivorous plant is one plant that has evolved to be carnivorous is one million years ago. But there are some that have been carnivorous for for sixty million years. Wow, so these plants are old plants. Yeah, but they aren't related to each other. I mean, car- being carnivorous evolved independently within plants at least nine times. That's really wild. I mean, th- I mean, Venus flytraps and sundews aren't uh, maybe related to each other, but they are n- in no way r- really related to the pitcher plant. I don't think the bladder wart is related to any of these. So, so that leads me to my next question, which is, um, did if these all evolved independently, are all of these plants generally found in different parts of the world? Yes, they're found completely world. They're found almost worldwide, even though it's it requires a very specific habitat. Cool, that's pretty amazing that that you'd have all these carnivorous plants that would seem in some way related, but they're in fact not. Also, there are between 500 and 800 species, depending on which definition of carnivorous plants you you take. Oh, interesting. I mean, I mean, the def- I mean, some, I mean, there's this one particular plant that lures in its prey with actual nectar, but then it releases a, fa- a, a smell that attracts predatory bugs that then do the digesting and the plant absorbs the nutrients but does that count as being carnivorous i mean they don't digest the it also the general definition that we're using that Mm -hmm. i like to use is that number one the plant has to number one the plant has to have specialized organs to digest the prey has to have right. specialized parts to digest the prey. And in fact, most of the digestion methods evolved as defense mechanisms. For an example, there's this one liquid that helped defend against uh, help defend against one particular material of fungi, but which also makes up parts of a bug's exoskeleton. So that evolved so that gradually turned into a digesting part. Huh. And there are also several others. But we're getting off topic. Number two, it has to active, it has to lure in the prey, and then hopefully, it has to lure in the prey so that they can digest it. Right. It's not like a plant can get up and walk and move. No. Sundew plants can move, though. Although it takes several hours. What? <laughs> oh, can you explain that? Oh, sundew plants. They can actually consider the difference between between living matter and non-living matter for some odd reason. It's yet unexplained in most of those plants, most of the plants I listed. But in Venus flytraps, like I said, it has to touch two very particular hairs, and and a fly will go all over the surface, sucking up nectar. So, what's the chance a raindrop will do to touch two hairs? But still. Right. Is there anything else that we need to add about carnivorous plants? No. I mean, you covered a lot of material today, Malachi. Yeah. I mean, that's... 
really cool, and you describe some really cool plants. Mm-hmm. In fact, the the, the, the corkscrew plant, barely any people know about. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. A Until plant right that now. eats bacteria. I almost fell off my chair there. <laughs> well, I think this is I think this has been an excellent episode, Malachi. I've learned so much. Yeah. So much. And then I catch then and then a plant catches it, releases digestive juices, blah blah blah. Nutrients, yeah. blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that is our episode on carnivorous plants. Uh, please rate and review and subscribe and tell all your friends about it and tell all your plants about this podcast, too. You should listen to this podcast with your plants. I don't think plants have, he- have a hearing apparatus, but we might do an episode on how dark, on, on the fact that plants are on the, on the other awesome, the, about plant communication. Well, and plant awareness of of stuff, because people, because barely any people know about that topic. Well, d- here, here's here's my response to you. Right, plants don't hear things, but they do feel vibrations in the air from and, sound waves, and they can communicate. And also, they know how the how how day and night it is. Yeah, I think we'll do an episode on that topic too. Heck, I barely know anything on that topic. Well, you'll have to do some research. So until then, everyone, um, stay safe, get vaccinated. Uh, Rate, review, and subscribe. All that stuff. Blah blah blah. Blue, blue, blue. <laughs> and next time you see a, and next time you see a pitcher plant, remember the great lengths it goes to to survive. So cool. All right, bye. Bye. Feed me. Nom nom nom. Feed me. Nom nom. From nom. Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> It was the great. We'll have to watch that sometime. Yeah. All right. It's about a giant man-eating carnivorous plant. Singing. Yeah. A carnivorous. giant singing man-eating carnivorous <laughs> plant. All right, now bye for real. Bye. For real. bye. bye.